to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. friends and welcome to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast. I am Julie Graham and I just feel like I need to get it off my chest that I am dairy-free, gluten-free, soy-free, corn-free, potato-free, basically joy-free. Joy-free is my current lifestyle of food due to some intolerances and that is the worst possible thing to be at the holidays. Yeah, it really is, Julie. And it's sad. I, it's sad. It's sad. And I'm going to be vicariously eating through you this holiday season. Well, that's not a hard thing to do. Okay, <laughs> this is Darlene Brock, and I'm actually going to eat my leftover Halloween candy Please. until it's Christmas cookie time. Yes. Oh, and then will you like break it up and put it into Christmas cookies? That's I can't eat. That's a good idea that you can't <laughs> eat. Man, you just can't go to my kitchen, eh? Yeah. So sad. Yes, it is. Okay. I just need to acknowledge the elephant in the room that my voice is a little crazy right now, but you know what? Two days ago, I could barely speak. So we're just going with it. So sorry in advance that I sound a little manly. Well, we are diving right into the holidays because that's where we are and that's what we're thinking about. So we figured we needed as ladies to keep it real and um, come together and figure out some holiday survival ideas that we can try to employ this year to make the holidays a little more enjoyable. Yeah, they they tend to get overwhelming, don't they? A little crazy. A little crazy. It's like my to-do list has a to-do list. They keep birthing new to-do lists. It is the season of to-do lists, yes, for sure. Is. Yep. But we want to enjoy the holidays. Yes, we should we enjoy the holidays. And I mean, don't we probably like, kind of like at the beginning of the new year, you have your resolutions. Don't you think we all wake up November 1st and promise ourselves that this year it'll be different? Yes, I've done that the last 4,012 years. But you yes. know what, Julie? This, this year's year. going to be different. <laughs> this is the year it's going to be different. Yeah. And we're going to help. We are going to help. We are going to say the things, and then it'll be on all of us to do the things. That's right. Or not do the things. Or not do the things. Speaking of not doing the things, how many parties, how many events, how many to-go-to things do you end up on your... So, but here's what's hard for me. As an extrovert, I want to go to the things. Yeah, but five a week, three a week, I don't That's know. where it gets a little crazy. It does, because you got a lot other to do. So how do we manage those? So item number one, handling the schedule of all of the holiday events. I mean, do we just get all of our invitations and we lay them out and we have a, you know, come to Jesus moment. I mean, <laughs> yes. that's ironic um, <laughs> with our loved ones and say, which one of these do we actually want to go to? Yeah. Because we, we have seven invitations, and we actually only like three of the people that have invited us, <laughs> or whatever it might be, or yeah. you know, which ones do we have to go to, and which ones can we skip, and let's choose to skip some. Yeah, and that's what we're saying is let's choose to skip some of these demands placed upon us. We don't need to dress up every single night and try to go out to one more event. Um, so number one, we're going to choose what parties and events we attend. So for some of us, that means you're going to make a commitment to at least skip one because you know, somebody's going to listen to us and just say, I can't, I can't not go to all of them. Well, we want to challenge you to at least skip one of them. Right. Uh, this is a caveat to what we're talking about right there. Cause you just said having to get dressed up. How about we give all of us the permission to rewear the same holiday dress to more than one event? And you be know willing, that's hard for me to say personally. Oh, I do. Especially when you post it, when you well, put it yeah, on the internet. Is, you, I mean, that is my excuse for not being able to do yeah. it. But I mean, just throw on a different pair of shoes and a different accessory, and I promise you the outfit is different. Yeah, it is. So, okay, that's 
So that goes in the party category. That goes in the party category. And then you have, what, events at your home that you have to... Well, some people do that. I don't do that. You don't do that. No, you just go to everybody else's Mm -hmm. home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because having people over requires a clean house, and I cannot manage such things. All right. So I do have some events at my home and have through the years. And I enjoy coming to your events. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but let me say, if you do that, give yourself a break. Um, don't feel like you have to have the perfectly clean home. Like you said, give yourself a break on that. You don't, you really don't. Nobody really judges you. Or if they do, they shouldn't get an invitation. Don't invite that person. No, no, no. And then maybe you want to make, mix it up a little bit. Maybe you simplify it. You don't provide a whole meal for an entire group of people. Let's say you do potluck or you say dessert only. What happened to the potlucks? Because who doesn't love a potluck? It's true. I mean, I say this 2017 should be the year where we bring the potlucks back. I agree. I, I mean, have such fond memories of my childhood going to church potluck type events. Yeah. And so you can eat the Mexican food with the macaroni yes. and cheese, with the green bean casserole, with the... How great. Oh, you can't... I but, can't eat any of them, yeah, but you I'm can. remembering the good old days where I could. Yes. Let's totally go potluck this year. Yep. Except for our staff party. Let's let's do something different. Okay, we'll okay, do something different. <laughs> okay, another one. Store-bought is actually acceptable. Oh, it better be because that is how I roll when it comes to bringing a dish to something. Yeah, and put it in your own plate. Who now cares? that is genius, though. Is it? Yeah. Take the cookies out of the plastic Publix container and put them onto your beautiful Christmas platter that you just had to have, and <laughs> then it looks like you made them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. We're, We're going to do it. Don't be predictable. Let's say you have a party at your house and you're bringing a bunch of different people who may or may not know each other. Let's let's insert something different. Let's okay. insert something Tell me more. fun. I mean, I, I know with my staff parties for years and years and years, I had um, ornaments. We made ornaments. Yes, we did make yeah. ornaments last year. That we was did. so fun. Yeah, we did. And I did it with our record company for years. And what was great, Julie, is every year at the office, we would put a Christmas tree up and hang all of the ornaments that all of the staff had made for several years running. And it was pretty awesome, tacky, wonderful, funny Christmas tree. So that's a great idea for if you have your own business and you gather your employees or even just as a new family tradition. Love that idea. Yeah. breaks And it, it adds and it fills fun. fills your tree, P.S. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Saves you a little bit of money on decorating that tree, too. Yep. Yeah, that's a great idea. And of course, there's, you know, um, gift exchange. There's different ways to do a gift exchange that inserts some fun. Yeah. Um, um, for years um, at my staff party when I worked for the church, we would just all die laughing during our annual Christmas gift exchange because everyone brought something that would just be funny and that provided an hour of laughs Absolutely. as part of our annual party. Yep. So make it fun. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be stuffy. Yeah. And take a little bit of pressure off. Another thing I've done at different years is I had a, you know, we had a lot of little kids between all of our attendees. Mm-hmm. So I would hire a couple of two or three 13, 14 year old girls and put them downstairs and say, bring your kids. They're not allowed upstairs. They can go have a big time. Then no pressure to get a babysitter. No pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And it it made everybody's um, pressure point just a little bit lower. Because think of how many people would love to come to a party, but then they didn't get first dibs on the babysitter and now they don't have an option to go. So, you know, pooling together your resources in people who can watch the kids is a great idea for sure. How about having a party in January? Is that oh, insane? You mean like postpone, not postponing, but choosing to have it after all of the other parties? Yeah. This is a great idea. Tell yeah. me more. Have you done this? Yeah. Uh, yes. 
Actually, I sent Christmas cards in July one year. So That is smart. Yeah. You, you take pressure off of yourself by going, I'm just going to think outside of I'm the box. i do it my own way when yeah. it works for me. Yeah. And a lot of people go, oh, this is great. I want to come to the party, but I can't do all 22 of them. So if this event's in January, I'm in. But then do you have to serve like carrots and celery because everyone's got their New Year's <laughs> resolutions on point? Yeah. I mean, you then I can actually eat the that. food yeah. if you're doing it that way this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is really a good idea. I love it. So go from parties to other expectations, things you have to go to, family gatherings. All of the gatherings. Yeah. Yeah. They, that is what, something that can be tricky when it comes to the holidays and whose family are we visiting first? And are we going to see all of the family every year or do we rotate? I mean, how, what are some ways to handle that situation? Yeah. I think especially when you're a young couple and you have, you're in proximity to both families, what time do you go to this family? What time do you go to, when do you have your own Christmas? Do you have your Mm -hmm. own Christmas? Um, Does everybody get along and you do it all together? I'm saying there's no perfect way to do this. There's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. Just choose what works for you and it will change. It will change. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because as you started to say, choose what works for you. And I wanted to say, but, and be ready to, to shift if it no longer works because you add a baby in and all of a sudden it doesn't work. No. You know, um, your in-laws want you to continue coming to their house, but now in order to take your baby there, it's going to take you four days to pack and it just (laughs) doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. And so be willing to shift. Yeah. And I would say as the in-laws or the parents of the adult children, be willing to shift. Mm. Don't feel like you have to do what you always did because you remember when you were dragging your little ones mm-hmm. from door to door. So. Because it really can take the joy out of it. It does. It doesn't mean you don't want to be with a family, but all of the work that comes with <laughs> the woman in the family, because most of us yes. probably are the ones who are packing for everyone, and you've got the holiday stress on top of it. So go ahead and ask them to come to you. Don't yeah. be afraid. Yeah. Or celebrate on a different day. Ooh. Again. My uh, adult daughters have to juggle lots of different things. So I basically said, I have no, it has to be the 25th rule. If you get here on the 27th, we pretend like it's Christmas on the 28th. We celebrate like we did on the 25th. So just do it any way that works, anytime it works. Absolutely. Okay, so we can't touch on the family dynamics and the family gatherings without acknowledging that... In every family, there's going to be a little bit of drama in the holidays. Because, drama? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yes, wherever I go, is. there's drama. Can yeah. we just keep it real? <laughs> um, there's going to be some somebody you have a difficult relationship with for whatever reason. So how do we handle those kind of uh, difficulties, uh, dysfunctions, so to speak, during the holidays? Because we don't want it to ruin the party. No, we don't. And I think we start with our expectations Our family gatherings are not a hallmark moment. (laughs) They're so not. No, they're not. They're not a public commercial. They're not. Yeah, really. Yeah, bless her heart. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) But generally, they're not a hallmark moment. They're a little dysfunctional. At least there's one or two members that are mm, a little difficult or Mm -hmm. a little challenging. Please, or you know. Yeah, and so what do we do with those people, Julie? What do we do with the difficult ones? No, seriously, I'm asking you, what do I do? Like, I need you to tell me because this is where you can enlighten me with your wisdom. Okay. Have you, have you, you have siblings or other family members who know just like you do, that's the difficult person. Yes. So do you have like a knowing look you have with someone? Because that can just lighten it in a moment. Yeah. And you can just look across the room and catch this, your eye, the eye of your sister and you just 
Yes. She's doing it again, whatever it is. And then you tag team. You say, all right, I'm walking out of the room. We're going to go do something fun. You're on. You need to listen to them for the next 30 (laughs) minutes. Then I'll come and listen to them. I'm going to go eat some Christmas cookies and forget about it for a minute and come back. Exactly. So (sighs) tag team, take, take a little bit of a shift. It's your shift. No, it's your shift. That's funny. And you know, you kind of cover it together. So if we can just rein our expectations in a little bit, make the most of, you know, kind of enjoying even the awkwardness with those family members that we maybe do have those closer connections with, we can remember at the end of the day that even if our family comes with some drama, which it does, they're still our family who we love dearly. And part of being in the holidays is spending time with those that you love. Yeah. So don't let it ruin anything. In fact, make make the best of it. Make the memories. Yep. All right, so speaking of memories, another big thing that comes to mind when thinking about holidays is traditions, right? Yeah. I mean, we all want them or love them or want to get rid of some and start our own. And so that's a big deal when it comes to the conversation around the holidays. Um, You shared one of your favorites that I really love is the decorating ornaments. What are some other traditions that maybe would be good to to start or um, that you just think are meaningful to you. Well, I, I mean, I must be an ornament insane person because one thing I have done is through the years, I have collected ornaments from different places we visited, different events in our life, um, whether it's a birth or whether it's a city we traveled to or our kids went to camp. I got ornaments, Christmas ornaments. So when I decorate my tree, I have my family history. I think that is so awesome. I noticed that last year and you told me about that um, with your tree. And I've only ever done, um, my son is three, so this will be his fourth Christmas. Is that right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I've made sure I've gotten him a new ornament every year, but I haven't really remembered the idea of getting ornaments throughout the year when we have memorable things. But I really do think that's a great idea. Yeah. So your tree can be like a scrapbook of sorts because I'm not a scrapbooker. No, I'm not either. Um, I'm trying to think of what some good family traditions we love to do um, around the holidays. I mean, for me, I like to do um, a Friendsgiving. Have you heard of this? No. So obviously we have Thanksgiving, um, and that's usually your family. And of course, some people also do their Thanksgiving with friends. But I like to do um, like with maybe my small group that I'm a part of during that, whatever year it is, or just my close friends, we do our own Thanksgiving on a different day, and it's called Friendsgiving. Awesome. And so that's our time to do that special, meaningful meal with our our other important people in our lives because usually everyone's with their family on Thanksgiving. I oh, you want to know my other Thanksgiving tradition? Of course, I'm going to make do. you do it with me. Okay, you're not going to do it. No, I, um, I actually love to run a turkey trot on Thanksgiving morning. Okay. So it's a 3k or a 5k or, or an eighth of a k. But the, my favorite <laughs> one, you eat pumpkin pie afterwards, so it's totally worth it. All right. I'm sure I'm not allowed to eat pumpkin pie this year, but. But Those you will trot. Oh, yeah. You will, I will trot. trot. And I'll bring a bag of carrots to eat afterwards. <laughs> no, I'm not getting up this year. Um, yeah, so traditions are a meaningful part of the holiday season. And I remember when I was a newlywed, um, it was really important to me that first year to say, okay, what are some traditions that we are going to start as our family? And um, 
Obviously, some of you may or may not know that my husband recently um, passed away. So this will be my first year um, without my husband. Um, let's see if I can finish that without crying. Um, and so it's going to be really important for Lincoln and I to start some new traditions, but also to be sure to carry on the traditions that we had already started as a family. And I think, Julie, a lot of people do that in the holidays are the most... Um they just they speak the loudest to us when we realize our life has changed because that's that's a time where things have been repeated. Yeah. So you find yourself going, what are my new traditions? Because it helps with the transition. It helps with the changing of life. Yeah. Yeah. To, to be able to honor your loved one by continuing a tradition you did together, but then maybe also starting something new um, that, you know, is, is signifies, you know, your your current life and moving forward. Um, so I started a new tradition with Lincoln um, because it was uh, only like two and a half weeks I think, you know, I can't keep track of time since he passed. Um, after my husband passed away, it was his birthday, really right after. And so we yeah. started a new tradition um, of sending balloons up to daddy in heaven. And so as we did that for his birthday, I mean, let's be real, my three-year-old had no idea what was happening. And as soon as the balloons were gone, he wanted them back. And so that's called being a three-nator. Um, but I intend to keep that as a tradition on all of the major holidays, um, you know, certainly Christmas, um, Father's Day, those kinds of things to allow that to be a, a moment that we share remembering his daddy. No, I think that's lovely. And Lincoln may not may not know what it means now, not really, but he will, and he knows his daddy. So it is yeah. a perfect new tradition. What are some other traditions you guys have around the holidays? Because I, like I said, when I was a newlywed, I was like, searching all of the all of the blogs for <laughs> the traditions that I need to start today because yeah. now I'm a wife and I want to do all of the traditions. I'm sure some other woman has had that that moment where it's like, well, now I'm a family and I need family traditions. Uh, looking at Christmas lights comes to mind. Yeah. Does your family usually do that? Yeah, we do. We drive around and see them and it was great. I mean, it's, it's a little bit different in Tennessee than it is Florida, <laughs> just so you know, you know. I know. Yeah. I have friends who like do the whole thing. They, they bring popcorn mm-hmm. and they're all in their pajamas they have popcorn and hot chocolate and it is like a they do it um they surprise their kids on a night they don't even know where it's coming this is so cute and i'm just not that together to have done it this way but hey maybe in the future i'll get together and do this um you surprise your kids they don't even know that that you're going to bed and then all of a sudden actually know everyone get in the van and we're awesome. going Christmas night. Look, can you imagine how excited the kids would be when they yeah. think they're going to bed and never mind, we're getting hot chocolate and popcorn and going to look at lights together. That's I just think that would make it so fun. Perfect. That's perfect. Another one <clears throat> that I haven't done and I kind of regret I haven't, but I think you, you should. Do it. Okay, people should. okay. You do it <laughs> every year. Ask the same question, oh. get some kind of However, you video whether mm-hmm. it's your cell phone or you actually have you know your Do own. people have video cameras? Still? I don't know. That's a I good don't question. Think so, but maybe no. All you need is your cell <laughs> phone. Exactly. Yeah. So videotape. Say whatever the question is that you want everybody to answer. It could be funny. It could be what is meaningful, and have yeah. every family member answer it. And I then could totally the next start year. that this year because I don't know that Lincoln would have been able to answer last year, no. but we can start this year. And just kind of ask him some of his favorite things or... And ask the same thing next year and the year after that because it will change. And make sure you get the snoring uncle in the corner and make sure you get (laughs) the frazzled mother in the kitchen just so you document it all. Yes. Yeah. That's a great idea. And that's very... um, 
I don't know, I want to say contemporary, but that word itself is not even contemporary, but that's like a really good um, idea to go with this day and age where people are, always have their phone in their hand, maybe in their pocket. Yes. Great idea. Yep. We actually would love for you to share with us some of your favorite traditions, because as you can see, we are always into starting new ones. So we'd love for you to share on your social media, um, a photo that represents what your tradition is. And then in the caption, just explain it to us and be sure to tag us. And then of course, use our hashtag, the this grit and grace life. So we can follow it and add your traditions to our list as well. Yeah. I'd love that. We could, we could bring them out again. Yes. All right. We cannot escape the Christmas season without talking about money. Isn't that depressing? Oh, but we can't. So much money. It's just flying out the windows. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Do you know that in 2016, the average person spent $967.53. Oh, my word. Okay, and if they had children, average spending on a child was $422. $420. That is insane. It, I, yeah. I think I spent at least $700. i am totally kidding. But I could totally <laughs> see. I have one kid, and yeah. It's I easy. can see how it's easy to rack and, up, but insane. Yeah, and the older they get, I mean, you're into electronics and you're into, yeah. you know, all of that kind of thing. But it's an easy thing to do is spend a lot of money. And sometimes you go, what are we thinking? Mm-hmm. I remember last year, and Lincoln was only two, and I, I probably even talked to you about it. I said, he doesn't understand it, so this is my last year that I can get away with giving him almost nothing. Yeah. And I did really good. I, I only got him a handful of things, and there was stuff in his closet that he hadn't even played with yet from like his birthday party and I re-wrapped it. I love it. You re-gifted totally your own child. Did. Yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> but then, but Darlene, you know what happened? Like three days before Christmas, I started getting like sad about the fact that he wasn't going to have things to open. What is wrong with me? Yeah. A lot. I'm sorry, Julie. So what is I wrong with you? I went out and bought things for my two-year-old who didn't understand that what the presents even were just so that I could watch him open more presents. Well, yeah. That's how people are spending $422 on their children. It is. And then they spend, <laughs> you know, 322 on one child if they have more than one. And then they go, oh, I need to spend 322 exactly. on the other. Oh, no, wait, it was 367 So I got to go out again. We I got to hit the target dollar spot one it, more time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to buy the $5 gifts. Yeah. yeah. So we're encouraging you, you know, if you want to buy gifts, that's Let's wonderful. It in. But yeah, it it's... It needs to be reined in for your sanity. Yes. So what are some ways around this? Um, I see your first suggestion, which I really need to do this this year. So hold me accountable Um, to give experiences instead of items. Yes. Because I've moved since everything has happened. I've moved and then I'm moving again. And so I just keep looking around and seeing all of the things and thinking about packing them twice. And it's like making me sweaty just thinking about it. (laughs) So I keep thinking, like I saw your note of give experiences and like nothing rings more true right now than thinking about, I do not need a bunch of stuff. No, no. And your children don't either, you know, well, what? Lincoln thinks he does, but that's well, another, yeah. that's probably Just, another What episode. is it? Lightning something, something? Lego whatever and lightning whatever. Yeah. Ugh. Lightning Legos. Double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just means you pick up a lot of little mm. things all over the house and yeah. But they're great. They're mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, experiences like, let's say Disney on Ice is coming mm. in a few months or your child wants to take dance lessons or yes. art classes or music. Or, you or know, even gr- just going to a movie, buying movie yeah. tickets for the next time a big movie is coming out. Yes. Yes. 
So, you know, experiences that you do together, events that you go to, you go to a zoo, you go to whatever. Or memberships to places that are in your community, especially for, you know, your young mom, friends, relatives, they're looking for things to do to get their kids out of the house. And that kid is going to get sick of a toy after playing with it for two weeks. But if you get that mom a membership to the local zoo or museum or, you know, play place, She's going to use that so many times and be so grateful. Yeah, my uh, eldest lives in a city that's got an amazing children's museum, and they every season they change it up. Ooh, so okay. so you it's know, always fresh and exciting for the kids. Always new things, and it's great. Yeah, it's great. yeah, experiences. That is a really good idea. I think I'm gonna because you know, starting November first, people start asking you what's on your Christmas list, and I'm usually like, oh, I don't know, clothes and shoes. Oh wait, you can't pick that. Gift cards for clothes and shoes. <laughs> um, I should add experiences to that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Um, what do you get for that person that you have to buy a gift for, but you don't even really know them? Where? What's the go-to gift there? No, oh, Starbucks gift card. Yeah, <laughs> Starbucks gift card. Seriously. Yeah, a restaurant gift card or movie ticket. Movie tickets. I mean, really, do do kind of experiences for them too. That's an easy one. Or you know, you might have a school teacher. You might have one thing that's really good to do for people like this is buy gifts all year long. Mm. Then if you forget, which we all do. Uh, you have something in the closet. So during so the, you just have like a big bin that yeah, exactly. whenever you find a good clearance item that makes a good, anyone could use this gift. Exactly. You're just getting it. Yeah. You buy Smart. it and it, and it rescues you when you go, Oh no, they bought me something. So I'm in a panic and I need to do something. So you have it in yeah, your closet. That is really smart. Um, my friend who has like a mommy blog, um, the mommy tribe, she last year made a recommendation to, you know, when you buy stuff at Target and you, if you buy three rolls of toilet paper, you get a $5 Target card or whatever. That's, you know, it's not ever a deal or everyone would be using that one, but you know, some of those in-store, you know, cashback type situations, she chooses, she keeps all of those little money back cards and she keeps them in an envelope and that is her Christmas money at the end of the year. That is brilliant. Because you know, usually you just use them at the next time you're there, you know, three minutes later buying something else, but that could be a built-in way to save money. And that could be a great envelope to have on handy for those. Oops, I forgot to buy so-and-so a present. Let me pull out my extra, you know, cash back store credit, you know, uh, gift cards to buy the teacher and the mailman and the Mm -hmm. hair lady their, you know, obligatory gifts. Yeah, that's great. Oh, another one. If you have been of the bent where you have moved your Christmas event with your family or whomever to the 28th or the 29th, go shopping on the 26th. Yeah. Yes. How cheap is everything on the 26th? That is genius. That right there might be the thing that convinces somebody to schedule (laughs) their Christmas with at least family number two or whatever for afterwards. That could be a cost savings like jackpot. Yeah. You know, one thing I think that we don't think about because we're so obsessed with our events and our presence and all of that is, you know, we do believe that this is about the birth of Christ. So this is an important holiday to us, which also means it's not about us, that it is a great opportunity to think outside of yourself and to go partner with an organization that's meeting the needs of someone else. Mm. 
it's a great opportunity to teach your kids about the fact that it's not all about them and that Christmas is not about presents, but it's actually about Jesus and that we can um, make one of our traditions doing something as a family or with a group of friends that is purposefully giving back. Um, most people are probably familiar with the Samaritan's Purse Christmas shoeboxes, but it's such a simple yet really important and meaningful way um, to involve your kids in doing something that is for somebody else around the holidays. Yeah, and prison fellow and Salvation Army both have angel trees. I'm sure you've seen them at different locations and you just take an angel off with a name and an age and you buy a present for a child in need. Absolutely. Those are great, great ways. Um, At our church, we also do a thing where we ask the schools in our neighborhood if they have families that are in need. And then we you, you again, same kind of thing. You can um, buy presents for a family in your own community um, that w- wouldn't otherwise be able to buy presents for their family. And it's just that it's just a reminder as you're going to shop for somebody that you don't know. Um, it just kind of reminds you of what this is all about and that it's really not about us. No, so. and what a great teaching moment for your children. For your kids, too. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. Um, you said on here another just simple way to make it not about you, um, which. I read the notes before we started and I like started to like choke up on this one. Um, who is alone on the holidays and who can you invite to be a part of your celebration? Um, there will, there will be somebody or several somebodies that, you know, that will need a place to go to spend the holidays. And so yeah. that's really important to remember to reach out to those people and make them feel welcome and included. And don't, you know, this is really bizarre, but don't just limit it to the people in your circle. I've actually had situations where I've been shopping and I chat with everybody you when really I'm shopping. Do. I do. <laughs> we went shopping for flooring in my new townhouse and you, you were very chatty with all of the people. Which I was am. I'm very so chatty. <laughs> yeah. But you know, there have been times in my chatting, I've found out that people are going to be alone for Thanksgiving or they're, they don't have family around for Christmas and they can't go home. And I'm like, Okay, I could be inviting a serial killer to my home, or <laughs> I could, could be doing something nice for or, someone who about needs it. Or you could be entertaining angels without okay. even knowing it. So we're going to choose that one. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to choose that one. Absolutely. But truly, mm-hmm. you know, there are very lonely people. For sure. Everywhere you go. Yep, that's another way to remember what this is all about. All right. So I feel like we've really shared some really practical, helpful, funny, real tips on surviving the holidays and actually having joy in the midst of it. Are there any other like last minute, don't want to forget to say this little thing that is going to help us to really um, enjoy the holidays this year? Yeah. Let's, well, number one, let's remember to say no. Be a, I don't be even know that we said no. to say no. Well, yes. say no to the party, yes. say no to the spending, no to the, let's, let's say that's in our vocabulary mm-hmm. this time of year. Yeah. So you might even have to like make a mental note to set some time aside this week to practice saying no, because <laughs> you know, the moment's going to come and if you yeah. didn't prepare yourself to say no, you're going to say yes on yeah. accident. It's going to be a tough habit. So be ready to say no. Uh, I love this one. And we all need to do this. Set aside some time to be doing nothing, even in the holidays. And just look at your tree. Look at your children. Yeah. Read your Bible and actually read about the story of Jesus's birth. Like spend some time that is not busy, but is instead reflective and meaningful and quiet. Yeah. And quiet. And just, you're right. Sit quietly in a room. I mean, there's nothing prettier than Christmas lights in your living room with all the other lights turned down. It really is the best. It is. It's gorgeous. It is. So take a break. Give yourself a break. 
Yep. All right. Please share your last one because I'm kind of loving this idea and I'm needing suggestions on where to go. But I didn't know this was a thing because yeah. I'm always at home on Christmas Day. Fly someone great, somewhere great Christmas Day. It's cheaper. So you can like, fly Christmas Day cheaper than virtually any other day of the year because everybody's, everybody's landed. Everybody's at home. Yeah, everybody's And that's landed. how you get the best of both worlds. You fly on the day to wherever your family's going to do Christmas after the fact, and then you go shopping the next morning yeah. and get all the sales and have your Christmas party afterwards. Yeah, I have some friends right now who are planning to fly to New York City Christmas Day, and they're going to be in New York. I want to go. Yeah. And they, Will they let me come with them? Yeah, but what's hysterical <laughs> is my friend says, well, we're not going to be spending money on Christmas presents. And her husband says, but we're going to Broadway plays, and we've got plane tickets, and oh, we've got dinner. lots of money, yes. Yeah. And she's but like, oh, that doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> Those are presents. <laughs> yeah. But really, it's great because you're creating memories. I'm thinking of, isn't probably the uh, like November to December, there's there's big wedding season in the summer, but I feel like a lot of people also get married around the holidays because of, um, like families are already planning on visiting. Yeah. These people should consider starting their honeymoon on Christmas day for the flight savings. This good is a good idea. Point. Okay. That's a tip we didn't yes. even know we were going to that, share. That's a bonus tip. That's a good you one. are welcome for that one. Yes. All right. Well, I'm not going to lie. After talking about this, I'm really excited for the holidays. I would like to be eating Christmas cookies right now and looking at a tree, but I've got to move. Uh, another couple times before then, but let's make it a goal for this grit and grace life for our friends striving like us to walk each day with grit and grace to really enjoy this holiday season. Yes, we want you to, and we want to do it as well. So happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, all of the other happy holidays, New Year. happy new year. So all we're covering all of them, although we will talk to you more before then. <laughs> exactly. But we but want cheers you to, to the holidays. <laughs> yes. We want you to enjoy this holiday season. All right, ladies, you know how we love to end our episodes with a quote, and I feel like this one really sums up the spirit of what we were trying to say in this episode. Mr. Charles Dickens is quoted as saying, do all the good you can and make as little fuss about it as possible. That's our goals this week for living a grit and grace life. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. Take a few minutes and head over to iTunes to rate and review the show so more people can find us and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. If you can think of a friend who could benefit from this episode or the show in general, please be sure to share us with her. And for all the details on today's episode, find the show notes by heading to thegritandgraceproject.org. You can follow us on social so you miss nothing that we're sharing throughout the week on all things living a grit and grace life. We'll catch you on the next one.